Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to White Wine Question Time, something from the cellar. Another mini episode of our midweek drop that sees us revisit some of the brilliant guests we've had on the show over the last four and a half years. Hence, something from the cellar, a little treasure trove brimming with vintage cuts from more than 200 guests, all served up in bite-sized portions. And in this episode, it's all about celebrating three brilliant dames. And I mean actual dames, as in the title given to a woman with the rank of Knight Commander or Holder of the Grand Cross in the Orders of Chivalry. It's fancy stuff. First up, it's Dame Arlene Phillips, a star of our screens and just about every stage show you could think of for over 50 years now. We spoke to her right after she found out she was going to become a Dame. And then we explored her extraordinary career, her friendship with Andrew Lloyd Webber and the fact that it all started for her thanks to the fact that she was the au pair of Ridley Scott. Yeah, it's good stuff. I spend my life trying to build confidence in people. Mm. It is so important. It's the best thing that you can give a child. You know, it's the best thing you can give to human beings. To be able to just feel confident no matter what happens is like the gift of life. It really is. It really is. And also, you then came back to the tour after you'd stopped doing the TV show. And I remember watching you walk into that rehearsal room and you bossed it. You took none of that. I knew, I knew that inside there was a part of you that burnt with the kind of, you know, what had happened. It was 
yeah, it, it does. It sort of sears slightly, doesn't it? Yeah. But you came back in and you just, you bossed it. You got your notebooks out, yeah. you called everybody around and Arlene was back in charge and off we went again. And you were remarkable. And you taught me so much about resilience, style and class in that moment. Thank you. And then, of course, the Queen's recognised that because tell me how this went down. How did you find out that you are about to become Dame Arlene Phillips? <laughs> well, in a most crazy way, um, my PA, who's been working um, on and off from home, um, said, um, I thought I'd pop over this evening just to see how you are. Should we have a catch-up? And I said, oh, that'll be nice. And... Um, I said, well, why not stay and have some dinner? So we sat down, we had dinner, we're chatting away. After dinner, she said, oh, um, okay, I'm going to go um, and I'll see you soon. And she said, oh, by the way, I've got this for you. And she just handed over a piece of paper. And the piece of paper had said, you have been recognized by the Queen and are being honored as a dame and I I, I was flabbergasted sitting in my kitchen and I burst into tears and then I started laughing there was all you know goosebumps on my arms I could not believe it I I really couldn't because I know it sounds silly Kate but somehow where I'd grown up the life that I'd lived, the, the difficulties of my childhood, the poverty, the hard work, the kind of getting well-known for a notorious and very sexy dance group, it just didn't seem in any way that that life could be recognized for a game. And... um I was I was astonished, amazed, and and also it's also not just for recognition through dance; it's also through, also through charity, and of course the charity that I the charities that I'm involved in, which I've um, been involved in for many many years, they're just part of my life. I don't think this is something that one gets honoured for, but. It's also a big part of what I've been honoured for, and that is the immense amount of work I do with charities. Mm. So let's talk about honours with my first question for you, because you are now a Dane, only the second choreographer ever to have been bestowed such an honour. But what do you consider to have been your greatest honour in terms of your life experience or achievements? I would say. Probably my greatest honor was um, through a friendship I built with Andrew Lloyd Webber. And Andrew Lloyd Webber was um, a very, very early fan of Hot Gossip. And I'm talking the three years <clears throat> when Hot Gossip um, worked in clubs, like a club called Monkbury's. Um, where another club was called Country Cousins, where we were <laughs> constant. Yeah, oh, it, was, it was like the hottest club in the King's Road, on the King's Road. Yeah, Country down at New Kings Road. Yeah, 
um, in this old <laughs> barn of a place that eventually became an antiques warehouse. But um, he loved hot gossip. And we were, at the time, the unsuccessful hot gossip. We were hot gossip, too sexy for TV, hot gossip that we're doing one-night shows and at the end we get a bit of cash and I'd share it all out. Our costumes were lingerie because it was cheap, dyed, different colours for each number. It was, you know, it was hot gossip at its earliest stage that we never thought would be a success. So we're talking like early 80s, not, eight, not even 84. So, uh, no, we're talking in the 70s. 70s? 70s, joking. yes, because Kenny Blimey. Everett was the first one. Uh, the Kenny Everett sure. was 1978. Um, so God, we're talking, uh, yeah, so we're talking mid-70s. And Andrew and I became close friends through this love of hot gossip. Um, and then <clears throat> cut to 1979, and I told you when I was pregnant with mm -hmm. Alana, making a Hollywood movie in Los Angeles. And... Um, I told him a story about learning to roller skate, being pregnant, and the company realizing that I, you know, there I was seven months pregnant on roller skates, and they had forgotten to add the extra insurance. And Christmas 1979, Andrew invited me to go to his home at Sidmonton, spend a couple of days with three-month-old baby Alana. And I told him the story about this you know, crazy woman skating, a pregnant, as a, as, a, as a sort of a breakfast chatter story. <laughs> then um, cut to 1982 and Andrew, who I, who I had remained close friends with, and said to me, oh, do you remember that story you told me about roller skating? Um, and uh, do you still roller skate? I said, yeah, I can, I can still skate. Why? So I'm going to do a new musical called Starlight Express. It's all on roller skates, and I'd like you to choreograph it. And that musical that I did choreograph, Starlight Express, opened a whole realm of musicals for me that I have continued to choreograph. Right now, I've got three lined up. So you're um, incredible. You don't stop. It's an it's kind of an honor when a friendship was made, you know, probably 1976. So to have sustained that friendship and love for Andrew, and for me, it's an honor to be his friend. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Next up, it's Dame Denise Lewis. She puts her all into everything that she does which is the measure of a true champ. But where does that come from? Well, she recalls some stinging words of advice from an early coach and how it went on to foster a steely determination to succeed within her. My first question to you sits around that that Olympic winning mentality that you possess. Uh, When you won the silver at the World Championships, your your coach at the time, Charles Van Comeny, uh, said to you, you didn't win silver, you lost gold. As I heard you recount that, bearing in mind that the previous events you'd, you'd won a bronze, so this was a step up. I was, I'm, I'm still stuck in a moment of going, is that amazing advice or is that totally the wrong thing to say? You tell me. Well, a bit like you, I sort of pondered over that. I'm like, what is this guy on? I mean, come on, celebrate with the rest of the nation, why don't you? Um, but yeah. it, did, it, it did kind of make me think as well that actually, if I am to go on and hopefully become Olympic champion, I am going to start to have to really look at how I address success and what success looks like for me and how do I value my, my talents and my attitude to my training. Because I think in order to get the best out of yourself, you have to start re-examining the things that you do daily. And mm. we can also compare that to how you get through lockdown, anything that you want to achieve or setbacks, how do you pull yourself out of that? And that's the mindset thing. And that starts with what you do on a daily basis. How do you get up in the morning and view what you want to achieve for that day? Now, for me, in that lead up to Sydney and the Olympics, it was how do I extract the very best out of myself um, in my training, what I do off track as well. And do I keep getting into that mindset, making my training better? Um, and it was just things like that, 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 that comment, that phrase altered for me. It was just like, yeah, she didn't win, 
you were capable of winning and you didn't. So let's go back to the drawing board and turn you into a winner. I went on to win two uh, medals the next year, two gold medals. So yeah, maybe I did learn something after all. Maybe it wasn't such a crass, awful, awkward thing to say. Yeah. What was your face? What did you, uh, how did you manage your, your response to that? Uh, because in that moment, it's like putting a massive pin in your balloon and bursting it, surely. No, not for me. I looked at him almost aghast, but I did laugh because only, <laughs> that, only he could say something like that and get away with it. Um, he's Dutch. They're very um, direct. Mm, you know, we're not used to that. very matter of fact, we're not used to that sort of level of bl- bluntness in, in Britain, I don't think. And, you know, we do come across individuals like that. And for me, that is like, okay, I'm not taking that personally because I understand that you're trying to extract something from me and you want yeah. a reaction, but you want to see and test me whether I'm, I'm up for the challenge, whether I can actually use that as fuel to inspire myself to be better. So when I put myself in his mindset, because I really, as you can tell, I've, I've overthought this. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I've done, I've done a lot of thinking about it, Denise. I'm sitting there and I'm looking at him and I'm going, okay, yeah, now actually, if we go back to 1989, so almost a decade previous, you, had, you sustained a terrible knee injury and carried on competing by learning to high jump on the opposite leg, which is like... Asking Andy Murray to, Murray to go and play left-handed at Wimbledon, right? Which that's what you did. So actually, when I look at what you you did there, if I was your coach, I probably would have been all right with saying, no, you lost the gold. You didn't win the silver because he knows what you're capable of. You are incredible in terms of your determination to overcome whatever adversity looks like. How did you do that? <sighs> I don't know, Kate, if I'm really honest. I mean, I've had years to look back and think about where this sort of determination and where I'm sitting in my little office. I can I can see a picture of my mom, actually. There's a picture of my wedding picture of me, my mom. My mom walked me down the aisle. And, I love you know, that. Yeah, she walked me down the aisle and it was a beautiful moment. And you alluded to it in the beginning. I've been raised by a single mom. I just used to watch her work herself to a frazzle. She worked two jobs, literally. Um, first thing in the morning, she'll go off, do one job, come back in the evening, wash, change, and then do a night shift sometimes, yeah. you know, so really hard. And part of me was like, do I actually really want to ever work that hard? You know, it's got to, life has got to be easier than that. But actually life isn't easier than that. If you want something, you've got to work for it. And so yeah. I think, you know, Seeing that daily, um, that level of resilience and determination just to get through with no Olympic aspiration, but it was a life aspiration to be mm. better, to have enough money. Um, I, you know, yes, we used to have what we probably call family credit by because we, we earned the right to have it. But my mom was very determined that she wanted to be independent. And so she worked. And so that was just in my DNA, I think. And so... That was why when these setbacks arrive in athletics or you're at a crossroads in life, I do draw on that strength and think after sunshine, there is rain, but after the rain comes sunshine. And so you've got to accept these ebbs and flows of life. Yeah. And there are going to be many. 
Last but not least, it's Dame Prueleaf, whose hustler's attitude has fueled a varied and fascinating career, taking her from all corners of the culinary world to the very top of British television. Something she actually finds, well, don't tell anyone, but really easy. How is it hearing all of that back, all of those different chapters? Well, it makes me feel quite tired. (laughs) (laughs) But then I have lived a very long time. I mean, people are always astonished that I've done so much. But, you know, if if you're 83, you've had lots of time to do lots of things. (laughs) (laughs) That's the main thing. And the other thing is I think I've been hugely lucky for two reasons. One is that I'm very energetic and healthy. So, you know, I'm not doing anything I didn't want to do. It just, I just have the energy to do it. I mean, Prue, you don't stop. The entrepreneur in you is is alive no. and well. I mean, you're 83 and you've just it's launched like your homeware range. When I read the, the website, it was li- literally like you were talking to me. And it, there's no hard sell with it. It's just a passion. And you no. talk about how you task them there with making sure that they meet your standards and what you do and don't like. It's you, you purify everything that you do. And I just wonder what you know, what, what makes you want to start big new ventures like this when arguably you're pretty stacked. And you use wonderful words like entrepreneur and so on. Sounds so grand. I think of myself as a trader, you know, like yeah. a barrow boy, a barrow girl. <laughs> I like I love I I love um, making things and selling things and I like things to be really I would like to I mean I suppose all my career it has been um all I mean very egotistical but it's all about me I mean it's what I like I mean the, I would never sell anything that I wouldn't want to wear or that I wouldn't um you know I wouldn't enjoy and so Everything I do tends to have lots of colour and it's quite simple block colours. It's not very complicated, but it's in your face. Nothing subtle about it. (laughs) And then the television. I mean, 11 years on the BBC, um, judging the Great British Menu. But did, I mean, I can't imagine that, that for one minute you went looking for that or that you went looking for Bake Off and yet remarkable success, giving you a kind of third string to your CV. I know, it's extraordinary. And at the end, you know, that 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 sort of period we've been talking about, my second period, that lasted um, a good 20 years. Um, and then I've been doing nearly 20 years of telly now. <laughs> and you know what? It's such, it's so easy. I mean, I'm just really lucky. Because, you know, if you think about it, I don't have to do anything. I just have to you know, I don't have to learn a script. I don't have to um, write. I don't have to write a script, learn any lines. I don't have to do any um, rehearsals. You know, most cookery programs are really complicated. You have to make sure that it all fits in four minutes or whatever it is you're doing. You have to worry about the ingredients being in the right place and the and the, the you know the gas is turned on at the right moment. It's it's very tricky. I don't have to do any of that. I just walk on, eat cake, say what I think, walk off and get paid. (laughs) I I often say this, and I'm rather nervous that one day Love Productions, who are the producers of Bake Off, will think, well, why are we paying her all this money? (laughs) It's that easy. (laughs) Because 
as a viewer, we sit and wait to hear your verdict. You know, you and Paul, you've you've earned you've earned our respect. So that's what they pay you the big bucks for, Prue. But you haven't just sat there and gone, "Oh, this is a nice easy gig." You've then done your. I mean, you've done your own clothing line. You've got your own specs line. You've got homeware. You've got jewelry. Um, you've been on more magazine covers than most supermodels in the last two years, and. You've, you've not used this as a sort of lean back opportunity. You're leaning right in and still working really hard. I know. Well, you know, we started um, we started filming Bake Off a few days ago um, for the next next this year's Bake Off, and I hadn't seen Paul for the six months since we. Well, I had seen him because he came to my show, but apart from that, um, I hadn't seen him. So. And so everybody was asking what everybody had been doing, you know, and and I said, Paul, what have you been doing? Because usually he's writing books or he's touring or he's doing other programs. He said, absolutely nothing. I've done nothing for six months. It's been bliss. Oh, I guess that doesn't hold any appeal to you, Pri. Well, I'm sort of jealous of it because I also like doing nothing. I mean, one of the things I love doing is nothing. I can't imagine that you ever find joy in rest. Well, no, I do. I do. I do. I love it. I love loving up, lying around reading, and I love sleeping. Mm-hmm. I'm wise. You know, I, I, lockdown taught me about having a siesta, and I tell you what, I was really addicted to it, Mark. What oh, time do you nap? Well, any time I can get, but usually, um, you know, I like to get, if I can get to bed by three, get up at half past four, that's perfect. Happy days. How continental proof. Um, so as this third chapter, you, as you said, you know, you're coming up on 20 years in telly. Is there a fourth revolution? And if so, what does it look like? <laughs> the next 25 years, well, I, I'm not sure I could guarantee anybody that, you know, I'll be. No, I think this must go be my swan, swan song. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I, I mean, I do want to do a few other things. Um, I'm very keen to, um, I've, I've, my daughter and I have started a television um, production company. Have you? Yeah. Uh, well, she and two of her friends, who are all really talented women in their forties, they um, one of them worked for, for Disney and one for Endemol and what you know that they, they and they're one of them is a top um, commissioner for um, another company. So they, they really know what they're doing. And so we thought, well, we'll have this all-female production company. It's called Relish, actually, which is the name of my... Wonderful. And um, we haven't got our first commission yet, but we're working hard on it. So I'd like to, I'd like to have more time to help her and to do something for them. But we've got some really good ideas, so I'm... I think we'll pull off something sometime. I don't doubt it for a second. And there you were talking about the fact that all those years ago you created that network of amazing women that drove you to end up as a non-exec on the board of a building society. And here you are doing it all again, this time with your daughter and her amazing friends. More power to you, Prue. Whatever you're having, I'll have a bucket of it, please. (laughs) (laughs) That's so sweet of you. Thank you so much for joining me for this edition of Something from the Cellar, a celebration of three great dames. I'll be back on Friday with a brand new guest. In the meantime, you can listen to all of these episodes in their full glory by just putting in the name of the guest to your search bar. This week, it's been Arlene Phillips, Denise Lewis, 
and Prue Leith. What a lineup. Have an amazing week. I'll see you Friday. White Wine Question Time is a Stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>